Welcome to God's Church on the Move, the podcast that takes you to the spiritual hotspots around the world where God is actively at work. With me in the studio today are Ron and Karis Pierce. Welcome back, guys. Hi. Hi. Okay, so Ron, you've been out and about traveling, and I hear you have an update from Albania today. It is a good update for Ooh, you, Joy. Nice. <laughs> I um I went in there after I just came out of India, etc. We was in there for six days and then stopped in to meet our friends there who are, um, they are the leaders of probably about 220 Albanian-speaking churches in that region. And that region being obviously Albania, Kosovo, um, North Macedonia, little bits of Athen or Greece and Italy that would speak Albanian okay. language. It's sort of a regional mm-hmm. situation there. And so um, we we moved in there to help them because they need scripture. They haven't had enough scripture. It's 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 just been a trickle. And therefore we've moved in and we supplied them. I think it was like around 50,000 copies mm-hmm. of the New Testament um, just a little while ago, um, a year ago. And now we're working on uh, f- fixing up a full Bible for them in the Albanian language. And we're going to be doing 30, 40, 50,000 of those. Um, and it's just necessary. So I, I asked the leaders of this, um, are they, uh, do they need more New Testaments? Yes. We're gone. Well, they were all out. Really? They passed them all out to all the folks around, and so we have to do a second printing of that. And this is because there are a lot of people who are empty inside, and that's sort of where we're going to start today, um, mm-hmm. Joy. Um, my perception and my talk with the leaders and the pastors there, there's an emptiness in the country because of the traditional religions that have moved into the area that have proved empty, as well as communism that fell apart. And they, this was a communist country, Albania was, and um, it, it had real problems. Um, they got rid of communism, and there are still telltale signs of it around, like the big congress there um, that would hold thousands and thousands of people for these communist party addresses and there was a major street there and they would have parades and so all the trappings of communism like there are in Cuba and all these other countries, Russia, around the world, they're they're still there. But at the same time, the people have sort of given up on that. They're looking for something. So as I talked to the pastors and the leaders, I was getting the impression that there's a whole new generation that is coming up, younger people that are empty. They're, they're not communist. They're not on any other religion. They're looking. They're, they're, they're seeking an answer to life. And therefore, that's why they're having success. And the pastors there are very, very poor, very poor. And they need some help. So that's what we're doing moving in there. We're trying to facilitate them to be able to get money to uh, reach out to the young people, especially. That's number one, I think, on our list. Um, uh, youth camps, um, the after-school clubs. Um, this one church is surrounded by five schools right down in the heart of Tirana, which is the capital of Albania, and a beautiful, beautiful city. And uh, right around their 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 church, which is the largest one in the country, they've got all these schools, and the kids go to school in the morning, early, seven-ish, and they're let out at lunchtime, 
and they have nowhere to go in the afternoon. There's no school in the afternoon. And therefore, these kids wander the streets and basically begin to get in trouble. And they are hungry many times. Um, so what we're doing, we're working with this large congregation to help them to do these after-school clubs, but also take them to gospel, help these kids to have a life, show them purpose, and uh, and introduce them to Jesus That's and their so families. so exciting. Is this a new initiative that just yeah, started? Yeah, basically, wow. because they didn't, they, they're just barely making it um, on what they have, because the country is poor for the Christian population. Just for the Christian population? I no, was going to ask, is it, a... it, it, it Other people are poor too, okay. but but because the churches are small and scattered and they've never really grown or been fed, part of the reason is because they haven't had enough scripture. They haven't grown. Right. You have to have the word of God to grow. And they haven't had that, so we have to push that into the situation. Then you've got to help them have opportunities to start new churches, to have the pastors have enough money to be able to right. to go out and visit and share the gospel and do all that they're supposed to do. And therefore, that's what we're helping them with. And the children are a wonderful way of showing the compassion, etc., of the Lord. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're working on that. There's all sorts of other little things that we're doing. But Albania as a whole is a gorgeous country. Um, it is right down um, off the med, you might say. Right across from the from them is the Italy, yeah. and so this is a beautiful part of the world. And going for a drive uh, out in the countryside and seeing the areas, um, this is sort of the, the territory where uh, Apostle Paul went for a walk in the mountains and and was starting churches. And it's the same it, sort of is it? The it's same? A, it's the okay. same sort of area. Okay, right. it's a little bit north of that That's where he exciting. did that. But at the same time, it is this sort of situation that the early church grew up in, and then it went dull and dead. And now is coming back to life. And there's great opportunity here because some of these foreign uh, or, or traditional religions of the area um, are totally bankrupt in people's minds. And everybody says, oh, they're so dangerous, they're growing, etc. No, they're not. They're not growing. Maybe because they're, people are, are going to it, uh, to these other religions in order to make a religion, to make us living. So they adopt the religion simply so they can do business. Right. Yes, that is growing. But as far as people believing it or experiencing it or trusting it mm-hmm. as a pathway to God, no. Absolutely not. And that's why um, when the gospel comes in and they start to preach and take the gospel out to these villages, I, I said to the one leader, I said, what do you do when you go to a new village? He says, oh, we go in, we tell people we're going to explain about Jesus. Um, there might be some food on the table when it says that for the young people, pizza as usual. <laughs> uh, and um, when that sort of thing happens, the kids sit down, they want to sing, they want to sing Christian songs, they want to understand what's going on. In other words, yeah. you can get a crowd easily. You can preach the gospel, you can start the church, but to start to help them make a living a pastor to be able to do the work of evangelism, that's what is necessary. That's what we're doing. It's always so exciting when um, youth are intrigued by the gospel and there's a bit of a stirring amongst them. And to be able to come alongside and offer or to help them with these programs, that is really, really exciting. Well, young people are looking towards a future. They want to find 
something that works. They have all sorts of energy built within them. Many times, older folks like me, we get so depressed because if we don't know Jesus, we've been looking years and years and years for an answer. And all of a sudden, we just give up after Mm. a little while. And all the energy leaves life. Young people come in looking and expecting good things. And therefore, if you can match that with the gospel and the word of God and show them the power and the vitality of a relationship with Jesus, man, it grows. And that's why all around the world, the engines of the churches that are, are young people, usually somewhere in the ages of 18 to 25, maybe upwards of 30 years old, that's the engine. Interesting. We just recorded a podcast on India, and this is like it's at the beginning yes. or the start, whereas India is it's gone through the growing stage and it's it's at the end where it's on fire. Yes, and they're just it's we're at the gr- grassroots, getting started and seeing all that's happening. That's exactly it. And um, another area, the same thing, cares is in Ethiopia, and um, that's where. Uh, we went in and sowed the seed mm-hmm. of the Word of God. Yep. And it was at its beginning stages, you threw in the Word of God and it was like throwing gas on a fire. Well, it's the same thing now we're watching in these other countries. If you start to feed it with the Word of God and you put it into the hands of people free of charge, they won't throw it away or discard it thinking it's not worthy. No, they look at it and say, I'm empty. I need an answer. I see these Christians. They are happy. They're on fire. They have joy. What do they believe? It's in this book. Let's read this book. Then all of a sudden, the questions start popping up. That's when the evangelist comes in and shares what the answers to their questions are by pointing to it in the Word of God. Then you get a group of people together, and they all want to follow Jesus. Then that group grows and grows and grows. Then you feed them with some more money to help them to grow. And that means expand to other villages or to do the children's ministries or all this sort of thing. It's just... It's, it's cyclical in one way, but it's also predictive. We can predict mm-hmm. when these things are coming now. It'll be interesting to look back in two years and, oh, yeah. and say, this is when it started, and we can see the yeah, progression. That's, that's what I'm if, thinking. It's a move of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and that usually, with, with variations due to culture, it usually follows mostly the same path. And therefore, we know now, after doing this for a number of years— how to feed a revival. Is it reminiscent or similar to Serbia? It kind of reminds me with the youth in yes, Serbia. Yes, it's right. v- And Serbia is only a stone's throw away from this. Okay. Um, so it's the same people group, shall we say, same backgrounds, right. everything. So yes, it is very, very similar to that situation. And when you say empty, it, it just resonates, doesn't it? Because I think that our youth in North America, as they're you know, like you said, the 15 to 30-year-olds, I mean, it's just an empty generation full of energy yes. looking for something. Yeah. Um, yeah, how exciting if it would and, come this way. And if you look into the if you look into the eyes of people sometime, when you walk into a country, you can even get off an airplane, and I can just walk around for a little bit looking at people. You can tell where they're at. Mm. You can tell what's in their minds, their souls, um, just the despondency. Just the negativity, all those things. And that's, that's where the gospel penetrates the deepest. That's Albania. Well, we're Stay very, tuned I'm for excited. Years ahead. Exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. 
For more information on what Empower Ministries is doing around the world and how you can be a part of this exciting ministry, please go to our website, ronpierce.org, where you'll find all the information you need.